listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. It's a busy Monday, and the markets are uh, active. We will talk with uh, financial advisor Steve Madonna a little bit later in the show. We're also going to uh, take a look at uh, a number of breaking stories. But we've got to start with Balloon Gate and uh, the disastrous, embarrassing implications. It's Kevin McCullough Radio getting started right now. Binge thinking. Kevin McCullough. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. Yeah, he's playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. And one of the stories that we will check up on, uh, we're going to get an update today from Joel Velkamp about uh, what's going on in the uh, with with that dangerous genocide of uh, the Armenian Christians uh, in the blocked off area that they are being besieged uh, by uh, those that uh, wish them harm. We have not had an update on that in a couple of weeks, and Joel's going to be back to give us uh, the latest on that. There, there were there was some movement in Congress. Some congressional officials, including Nicole Maliotakis, have taken up that issue, and I'm hoping to have some good news. Uh, but wait, what's this? Uh, check the voice. I don't like. Do I have to check the voicemail? I don't, I don't want to. Okay, stand by. Here we go. Uh, hey, Kev, it's Senator Joe Biden from Delaware. I seem to have misplaced my balloon. I was wondering if you had found it. Hey, Kev, it's Donald. Are you kidding me? That balloon is the size of three school buses. How does an imbecile lose that? Kev, I don't know what I was thinking in having him as my VP. It's Barack. I don't know how you lose a balloon. Sorry to bother you. Hey, Kev, it's Senator Biden again. I think that President Harris and I now found the balloon. It's somewhere over our nuclear secrets air base oh, in the Midwest. Thanks. Uh, you got it. Donald again. Are you kidding me? Hey, Kev W. Uh-huh. What, what do you call a Biden who loses his balloon? Call me back. Hey, Kev, it's Bill. <laughs> uh, I could show you a thing or two to do with a balloon. William Jefferson. You better put that phone down. Nope. Wait. I got it, Kev. It's a balloon buffoonery. <laughs> <laughs> this wouldn't be happening if 45 was still there. Cows, it's Senator Biden one more time. President Harris and I have lost it again. Yep. How oh well. How oh well. Hey, has anybody seen my room raising? Because, of course, you got to have your ice cream. There he goes. That's the, uh, I wish those guys would lose my number. That's the presidential hotline voicemail uh, from the weekend. And uh, quite, a, quite a stack of uh, comments there. Yeah, you lost the balloon, President Biden, because we shot it down, which should have happened when it first entered our airspace more than a week ago. Here to discuss this, amongst other things, is uh, Dr. Gina Loudon. She rejoins us on Mondays, uh, a longtime uh, media advisor to President Trump. Uh, and I know she agrees with him. Uh, this wouldn't be happening if 45 was there. And Gina, wasn't it interesting that the press, the way the press plays this, right? First of all, the administration is utterly embarrassed because people are seeing that this thing is spending large amounts of time over our sensitive bases uh, in Montana, Idaho, uh, places where we've got nuclear codes kept, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and so they have to figure out something to do. They can't figure out how to bring it down in a big, barren state like Montana. So they make the excuse, let it run its entire course all across the country. Then we'll shoot it down in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, and then we'll blame President Trump for it. We'll say, well, he had balloons during his administration. Dr. Gina, your reaction. It's utter debauchery, Kevin. And by the way, that was so darn funny, uh, your piece that you did there. That was amazing. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, no, Gina, you have to be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically, Joe Biden let China accomplish precisely what China wanted to accomplish. Right. And and then once they had accomplished it, then he shot it down. I mean, it's 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 the same dog and pony puppeteering we've been seeing through this entire administration. The amazing part to me, though, the part that I really still marvel at, Kevin, is 
don't the Joe Scarboroughs and Mikas of the world don't the don't the commentators that sit there and play so dumb don't they care that their children's national security is threatened? That, that's the part that just astonishes me more and more because these people are smarter than this. You, you know, there's a whole a whole tribe of Democrats out there that are just literally so dumb they can't even understand what's happening they don't know what a spy balloon is they don't know you know they don't understand uh what's going on with china they don't understand uh, that hunter's uh, laptop even happened and that joe and hunter are compromised but these commentators that are making this stuff up regardless what you're paid how do they do this i, I i'm really i'm astounded by that well general jack Keane, uh who is one of the fox news uh strategic uh, military analysts and he's on this show a lot he he was he was on all weekend on Fox, and he was uh, again. I heard him on some local talk radio this morning. But the idea that we weren't going to shoot down a balloon because we didn't want to make the Chinese upset with us, when nothing should be in our sovereign airspace. Period. End. Full stop. End of sa- uh, end of statement. Uh, they don't have the right to be there. Shouldn't be there. And when you're able to identify, it's not just that it's there. It's like you're able to identify what it is, where it came from. Uh, you're able to tell the types of surveillance equipment that it's, that it's loaded up with. And the, what a lot of people listening may not know is that with NORAD, which is the joint cooperative between Canada and, and the U.S. that we've had in place for a while, we basically know every time a missile or a plane takes off anywhere on planet Earth. That's how we know about the missile test that North Korea does and all the rest of it, because we, we, we see it when it happens in real time. This thing had to go slow from China over to Alaska, down the coast through Canada, into Montana, Idaho, right over our sensitive bases, right across the Midwest, right out uh, uh, over the course of the uh, East Coast, uh, again, uh, acquiring uh, data on several of our bases and other things as it went along. And then, then and only then did we shoot it down. I haven't even read d- directly if we've gone out and retrieved the uh, device that was on it. But wouldn't it be, would it be shocking, Dr. Gina, if it turns out that we didn't go and get the device, that we just somehow just let it sit in the water and lo and behold, China got what they wanted anyway? There's no doubt that China got what they wanted anyway. So, I mean, let's start there. But the fact that the media is not even trying to hold the Biden administration's feet to the fire by asking them, that, that's the real tragedy here. Um, we know that Joe and Hunter Biden have made millions of dollars uh, in foreign deals. This is all, all out there for anyone who wants to read about it or see it. This yeah. is no secret anymore. It's not speculation. We know it. They are compromised. And, and so this is a really terrifying place we find ourselves where just as they were doing all this, you know, with the spy thing, just as uh, we're very overcommitted uh, financially, especially uh, in this Ukrainian war, but also re- regarding our national security. And just as we end aluminum for all intents and purposes from Russia, putting a massive uh, tariff on them that will affect our uh, soda prices, our water bottle, everything, our water can prices, everything, everything. It affects everything. Uh, will further weaken the American economy and further weaken our ties with Russia um, and any goodwill that remained after everything the Biden administration has done. Um, Russia is a formidable enemy as well. They are seeing the day where we are threatened by virtually every enemy and everything is turned upside down while they sit there with straight faces on Sunday news programs saying no president has ever been as successful as Joe Biden. Tell me one thing he's done besides completely destroy the national security that Donald Trump and and Republicans had established. I I can't name it for you. There's not there's not one. That's the point. Uh, Friends, follow her on social media. Real Dr. Gina is how you follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Real Dr. Gina and uh, Gina Loudon, we will speak with you again next Monday. Thank you for being here. Thanks so much, Kevin. You got it. All right. uh, We're going to talk to an expert next. Uh, Brian Clark is a senior fellow at the uh, Center for Defense Concepts and Technology at the Hudson Institute. Exactly what was that uh, balloon trying to... uh, find out uh, and how can they use it against us he'll have some insight on all of that as we continue it's uh, kevin mccullough radio for monday stay here this is jerry boyer for townhall.com 
Recent media coverage celebrating falling inflation is taking a victory lap a little too early. Yes, inflation is lower, somewhat. It certainly has come down from the stratospheric levels of nearly 10% a year, but at 5% a year, it's still unacceptably high. There's no grounds for our policymakers to declare victory. The job just is not done. Rising demand for inflation hedges like gold, Bitcoin, and inflation-protected bonds and foreign currencies show that investors know that the inflation crisis is not over yet, even if the ruling class which caused it and benefits from it is in denial. You don't need a Ph.D. in economics to know what's going on. You just need to go to the store and buy a dozen eggs. When pay doesn't keep up with the cost of living, that means you're losing ground, and government is the culprit. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive, and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great if the cost of your health care could go down? Well, MediShare 65 Plus is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month, and you can use any Medicare-approved doctor or facility, and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that will pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65+. Here's the number. 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. All right, Kevin McCullough, and every week I promise you, if you'll send uh, a real-life question, Mike Connors is going to answer one each week uh, from the mailbag. Uh, Mike Connors, of course, of Connors and Sullivan. Mike, this week's question, uh, my cousins are fighting as to who owns their mother's house in Queens. My aunt is alive, but she's not saying a thing. How do you find out who legally owns a house? Signed, Susan from Flushing. Mike? All right. Well, if the aunt is in Queens, it's very easy to find out whose name is on the deed. There's a system called ACRIS, A-C-R-I-S, and you plug in the address and your deed, assuming the deed was recorded in the last almost 60 years now, the deed will show up on your computer and you know whose name is on your deed. I know a lot of times when the confusion happens, let's say a husband and wife own a property together, one of them dies, sometimes the kids think, hey, dad died, I get half the house or part of half the house. Usually most of the deeds are written husband and wife, so if something happens to the husband, it all goes to the wife. But there's no mystery about it. You can just... Get into the system and find out, get the deed. And it's very user-friendly. If you just know the address of the property, you can get the deed in minutes. All right. And then uh, if you have any other questions about house ownership and how to pass that down via a trust or will through your end of life, Connors and Sullivan are the people that will help you do that uh, spectacularly. Uh, And all you have to do is call them, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And then make sure that you're listening as Mike Connors answers more questions with me, Kevin McCullough, each week right here. But he also answers them on his broadcast, 8 a.m. Saturday mornings on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. And Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, thanks so much. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to Global Spiritual Revolution Radio with Bishop Larry Gators. Bishop Gators is 100% pro-Christ, pro-life, pro-Constitution, pro-U.S., and pro-President Donald Trump. Tune in Monday nights at 930 on AM 570 WMCA. Don't miss it. Do you want to walk in integrity and victory, forever transformed by the power of God? Join Pastor Ray Hagistilianos of Living Word Christian Church of White Plains, New York, weekday afternoons at 2 for More Than Conquerors. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. Remember, just because the journey gets difficult, it doesn't mean God's not in it. More Than Conquerors, weekday afternoons at 2 on WMCA. Want more AM570 The Mission? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am570themission.com or download our AM570 The Mission app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM570 The Mission. 
You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, there's a State of the Union address scheduled this week. And Biden's going to have to, I think, on some level, answer the question, you know, how how good is America right now? That's usually what the State of the Union is all about. And given what we were just discussing in the opening segment of uh, basically an all-out security collapse with um, this balloon the size of three school buses just kind of making its way across the country over the last week, uh, and then finally them deciding to shoot it down over the weekend, uh, I, what, what does it all mean? Let's go to the Hudson Institute, uh, the senior fellow and director for the Center for Defense Concepts and Technology there. Brian Clark rejoins us. Brian, uh, this is an enormous story, and people are pretending like it was almost nothing. What do you make of that? Uh, yeah, Kevin, uh, thanks for having me on again. But the um, uh, the issue is that uh, not so much the fact that the balloon you know, was a threat to the United States or anything like that. It's it's that we allowed it to transverse the entire country, uh, collecting intelligence as it went, uh, instead of trying to do something about that to intervene and prevent it from su- successfully in, uh, gathering intelligence on us. Um, and we really haven't tried to mount a, a complementary or similar approach uh, against China. You know, so we sort of let China have the run of the place by letting these balloons go over to the United States. And yet we haven't really responded in kind or even responded to the, well, the these challenges. And this piece made. of breaking news today, um, the Chinese are now taking credit for other balloons that are currently uh, in the air. There's one over portions of Latin America right now. They claim that they've, you know, these balloons are deviating off course, but I, I'm not really in the mood to believe that at this point. Well, the, um, so the technology for these balloons is actually pretty well established. There's a company in the U.S. that builds similar balloons uh, called Aerostar, Raven Aerostar. Um, and these balloons can control themselves by changing their altitude, which allows them to access winds that are going in different directions. So you can steer the balloon and get it you know, roughly on a trajectory uh, just by changing its altitude. And they'll go you know, a couple hundred miles either way on a course. Um, but you can steer them pretty effectively, and you can actually set up a station keeping exor- you know, with them so you can actually keep them hovering and around in one location. Um, Google uses a version of these balloons for its Loon program, where it provides broadband Internet uh, right. to countries like Peru um, right. from, from, from high-altitude balloons. So these balloons are pretty effective, and they can be steered. Uh, and the problem is um, you know, that China has decided to use them to go gather intelligence on the United States. Well, I would imagine that with the advancement of GPS, it's not a far stretch uh, from having steering mechanism capability to just putting in coordinates and sending it off. Uh, I mean, we're doing that with Amazon drones for delivering packages now. How hard would it be for a balloon to be equipped the same way? And so if we know the the pinpoint addresses of our military bases and the places that uh, we are the most vulnerable, um, of course the Chinese were spying on us. Right, and these these balloons, the, the ones that the U.S. makes, um, do have GPS, and they steer themselves. So you tell them roughly where to go, and they're going to make the best effort they can to get to that location and try to hover around there as best they can. And they'll, you know, as like I said, they'll they'll kind of go a little bit off course one way or another, but they'll get to roughly that location. So they they won't go off course thousands of miles like uh, China is implying these balloons did. Um, yeah. And you can steer them, you know, to to get to the locations you need to. It may take longer to get there than you'd want. Um, and then they can stay there up to six months, and then you know you can retrieve them at some point. Um, and the the fact that these balloons are going to South America probably reflects the fact that they're going south to get winds that are going west in an effort to get them back out into the Pacific towards China, where they can be eventually recovered. We, as I made mention at the opening of the segment, uh, he has a State of the Union address this week. What is the general picture of our uh, national self-defense capability right now? Well, it's pretty strong. I mean, the fact that it is that, you know, the U.S. capabilities are, are pretty effective. There are ways, as we did, you know, of shooting these balloons down. There's ways of defending U.S. airspace. Um, the U.S. has mounted a new effort to try to better defend against cruise missiles, uh, which we've traditionally not worried a lot about, um, defending mainly only the capital region from cruise missiles. So we're mounting a new effort led by the Air Force to do that. 
Um, the ballistic missile defense system that's based up in Alaska has been tested and it's pretty effective. So the U.S. has ways of defending uh, the territory, you know, the, the homeland. Um, they're just not often used. I think that the, this, the, the genius of these <laughs> balloons, if you will, is that they sort of uh, slide in and they don't present an immediate threat. Let, and let, they me, don't let me get a little more response. specific and, and yeah. back it out from just the balloon issue to a larger issue. Is the Biden administration actively doing what it needs to do to make us more well protected and um, safer on the regular? It seems to me that there are lapses, whether it be southern border uh, penetration, whether it be uh, now northern border issues, which I just read about over the weekend, uh, the spy balloon, uh, the incessant spying that the Chinese are trying to do through social media and other uh, networks. What What is the assessment of our of our current administration and their approach to national defense? I'd say the um, there's, you know, between the White House and Congress, there's been a lot of investment in new technologies to help with this. Um, but there's been a lack of will to use them. Uh, and so you see the adversaries like China becoming more and more bold with regard right. to what they're doing uh, because there's a lack of uh, pushback. Uh, on the part of the United States to these smaller provocations um, and these smaller intrusions, whether it's at the southern or northern border, whether it's from balloons or whatever. But these smaller provocations um, don't result in any pushback. So the provocations just become larger. And so China calls this their why we call it China's gray zone warfare. Um, And Russia practices this also. Um, And other countries are starting to do it as well, Iran, including them. Um, and you know, without pushing back on it, you just sort of encourage a continued intensification um, over time. So you've got to start to figure out a way to uh, push back proportionally you know, to these provocations or else you're going to encourage you know, worse behavior in the future. There is some thought uh, that is being um, circulated today, and I forget who it is. It may be the head of the U.N. I'm not uh, I'm not I'm drawing a blank, but that. The Ukraine-Russia conflict is about to ensnare uh, a wider swath of countries uh, in its grip, and uh, that that threatens to widen the war to beyond the borders of the Ukraine, where it has been largely confined to in the last year. What's what's your feeling about that um, that that approach to what we're talking about there? I mean, I think Russia is going to try to um, drag other countries into this as a way to. Um, you know, tr- prevent the continued response from the European allies, right? So they've been trying to economically impact Europe. Uh, they've been uh, taking action against uh, European allies in cyberspace. They're trying to. Um, there's a concern they might widen the war to Moldova, which has uh, an enclave of Russian-occupied territory inside of Moldova. Um, same with Georgia. So there's a concern that Russia might decide to try to expand um, the scope of the war in an effort to back down European support, you know, thinking that there's going to be some war fatigue on the part of Europe and the United States. So can they exploit that by showing that um, the war is going to come to your doorstep um, in some way uh, if you don't uh, stop supporting Ukraine? So, yeah, okay. I, I definitely you can see in instances of where they're trying to do that. Russia has limited ability to do that, you know, from a military perspective, but they got other tools. They have, um, you know, terrorism, cyber attacks, economic warfare, energy warfare, et cetera. And they're willing to use all of it, uh, as is very obvious. Absolutely. Brian Clark, uh, right. senior fellow and director at the Center for Defense Concepts and Technology at the Hudson Institute. Thanks for shining a little light on this for us today. We appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Kevin. Great to be here. All right. Uh, When we come back, an update on uh, what is going on in that uh, section uh, with the Armenian crisis with Joel Velkamp of uh, Christian Solidarity International. Don't go away. Guys, this Valentine's Day, give her the next best thing to wearing nothing at all. Available exclusively at Pajamagram. Sexy, sultry, naturally nude pajamas feel just like her soft skin. Even more alluring than lingerie, the texture and touch of these pajamas is so seductive that you'll both love the feel of them. Leave nothing to the imagination with naturally nude pajamas. Go to pajamagram.com right now and save 25%. Pajamagram will even wrap the whole gift up for free. 
That's right, 25% off naturally nude pajamas and free gift packaging. Listen, if you missed out on this offer during Christmas, don't make the same mistake twice. But you need to order today because last year they sold out before Valentine's Day. Here's what you do. Go to pajamagram.com right now. That's pajamagram.com. Use code NUDE, N-U-D-E, and save 25% off your order of naturally nude pajamas. Order now. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Can I have two minutes of your time? Because in the next two minutes, there is a woman who is going to find out the news here in the tri-state area that she is pregnant with an unexpected pregnancy. And while this month celebrates abortion across the nation, we would like it to celebrate something else. Maybe the day that her baby is saved. Scott Wilder is here from Preborn. How does it work? Now, here's the way it works. You provide ultrasounds and ultrasounds save lives because ultrasounds are the truth. A lot of people talking about follow the science, follow the science on climate change, follow the science on the boosters, follow the science. How about following the science on life? We know so much more today than we did in 1973. This is the Sanctity of Human Life Month, and we invite you to join us and save lives by providing ultrasounds. It's easy to do. It's ours to do. And we're standing. We're praying for you right now that you would just say, yeah, I'm not going to wait another minute. I'm going to start 2022 the right way. I'm going to stand for life because this is an inside job. If we don't do it, it's not going to be done. And so would you stand with us today? 833-850-2229 is the number. 833-850-BABY. If that's easier to remember, you can also give online at WMCA.com. But friends, right now, there are young women making the decision to abort or to uh, carry that baby to to term. An ultrasound gives her a chance to see that baby living, to hear that baby breathing and making noise and uh, fluttering about inside her womb firsthand. And friends, I don't know if you're like me, but the first time I saw my unborn child on an ultrasound, it melted me like uh, candle wax. So this is the opportunity. You can help save a life right now. 833-850-2229. A five-pack of ultrasounds can be banked for a gift of $140, a 10-pack for $280. They are $28 each. Could you be generous and give right now? 833-850-2229 or WMCA.com. Again, that number, 833-850-BABY. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. people still persecuted for simply what they believe breaking news on the global crisis of people persecuted for their faith exclusively on kevin mccullough radio all right friends uh kevin mccullough glad to have you with us uh last uh, a couple of weeks ago i guess uh my next guest was with us uh updating us on the uh, situation in the nagorno karabakh uh, region of the uh, of, of planet Earth and what's happening there, because a group of Armenian um, peoples have been completely surrounded and are basically under siege, old-fashioned siege, trying to starve them out, trying to get rid of them any way they can. Joel Velkamp from Christian Solidarity International rejoins us now to give us an update. Joel, uh, when you were last with us, uh, you were asking people to raise the attention to their elected leaders. That looks to have had some impact, uh, I would think, even here in the New York area, because one of the people that did respond is Nicole Maliotakis, who is a very close friend of mine and, and uh, obviously a constituent uh, uh, target of many of my listeners here in the New York City area. Um, but what is the latest? What is Congress doing, and, and what's the update on the ground? Well, we have seen some increased intention from Congress, which is good, and there's been 
a bill introduced that would uh, sanction Azerbaijan and cut off U.S. aid to the country, um, but it's still moving more slowly than we would like. And so it's really important for people who care about this issue to continue to contact their legislators and tell them this is a priority for us. We do not want this one of the oldest Christian communities in the world to be destroyed by a dictatorship that's hell bent on ethnically cleansing them. Yeah. Let me let's back up the the, the cart to go fast again real quick, because some people are just turning on the radio and they're saying, wait a minute, what's going on? Give, give them the uh, the elevator pitch of the uh, situation on the ground. Sure. T- today is day 57 of the siege of a region called Nagorno-Karabakh, where 120,000 Armenian Christians live. Uh, They've been surrounded by the army of Azerbaijan, which is one of the worst dictatorships in the world. And their president, Ilham Aliyev, has promised to conquer their region and to expel them from their homes one way or another. Um, So it's quite clear the goal of this siege is to, as you said, starve these people out of their homeland. What are the people in Congress telling you? We hear them saying positive things. We're saying things like, you know, Azerbaijan needs to be held accountable for what it's doing. Uh, Azerbaijan is the aggressor here. Azerbaijan is trying uh, to carry out, in fact, a new genocide of the Armenian people. Right now, there are 580 people waiting for surgery who can't get it because the medical authorities have decided no more surgeries unless absolutely necessary because there's no medicine. There's no supplies. There's no replenishing of painkillers, of insulin, of anything like that. What's the challenge to the U.S. getting medical supplies into Nagorno-Karabakh? It would be a challenge, but it's certainly uh, within our capabilities. We've seen that the United States is quite able to deliver weapons and other supplies to our friends everywhere in the world, from Syria to Ukraine, whether that's good for the people there or not. Um, Certainly, they could do a humanitarian airlift into Nagorno-Karabakh. There's an airport there. It's not being used by anyone. We just need... The will to do this. Is this something that we should be asking uh, congressional officials to act on specifically? Should we use the words uh, airlift uh, and, uh, you know, refer them to the airbase and say there is one there? Are are the uh, congressional officials aware that this is a possibility, at least uh, for short term help? At least some of them are aware. But I would say, Kevin, the, the number of congressmen who are really serious about this is still quite small. So every phone call helps, every letter helps, and yeah, say we want a humanitarian airlift into this region. And the the Armenian people here are historically Christian, and uh, the Azerbaijanis are pretty radical Muslims. Is that correct? The Armenians were the first nation to convert to Christianity 1,700 years ago, so it's an indistinguishable part of their heritage, Christianity. But we've seen that they're happy to use religion and religious extremism when it suits their purposes. So, for example, during the siege, they've been blasting the Islamic call to prayer into Armenian Christian villages to terrify people. And during the last war in 2020, when they attacked this region, they brought in jihadists from Syria to fight alongside them. And All they right. said, we brought you here to kill the infidels. Friends, I just want you to have this snapshot to just understand how serious it is, and that's why I need you to go to the phone and make a call, 202-224-3121. Call and ask uh, slash demand that your congressperson get involved with the Armenian genocide that is taking place in Azerbaijan. Uh, it is very, very important that we respond, and tie, as you heard uh, Joel say, this 56th day of this uh, siege and you know you, you start running out of supplies you start running out of uh, energy you start running out of food uh, and it is a very cold uh, miserable kind of time to be existing in when those things are in abundance so just uh, maximize that suffering you understand what they're dealing with uh, hundreds of thousands of people are in danger here most of them innocent most of them uh, not even military people just regular everyday civilians and they need your help 202-224-3121 call your congressperson and ask them to get involved and thanks to Nicole Maliatakis and others that are stepping up and taking some leadership on this issue 202-224-3121 202-224-3121 Kevin McCullough it's Monday that means we're going to take a look at the markets next stay here
Hi, Kevin McCullough. My pillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. The MyPillow Per Kale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes now on sale. For example, the queen size regular, only $89.98, now only $39.98 with your promo code WMCA. Order now as there is a very limited supply. The MyPillow Pre Kale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The MyPillow Percale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code WMCA to receive the MyPillow Percale sheets for as low as $29.98. Order now because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use the promo code WMCA. That's 800-651-0798, 800-651-0798, and promo code WMCA. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. This is Pastor Matthew Recker with the Heritage of Faith Conversations Program. Join us every Sunday night at 6 p.m. to get Bible questions answered live on the air. Join us Sunday night at 6 p.m. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College because court reporters are such an essential part of the legal field. Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's P-L-A-Z-A college.edu. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's P-L-A-Z-A college.edu. WMCA welcomes the new show, More Like Jesus, with Pastor Dave Gustafson. The missing piece to all of this is Jesus. And here's why. Because Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and by doing that, he connected us with the power of God. Listen Monday through Friday evenings at 6.30. And I realize that to the world, it seems foolish, but it's not. It is the key to all of this. More Like Jesus on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Want more of AM570 The Mission and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for encouraging tweets, what's coming up on the radio, news from our ministries, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM570 The Mission. Come tweet with us. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, it's uh, another busy week off and running. The uh, State of the Union coming this week. Uh, We will get a little bit of a sense of where the government's head is at. But what about the Fed? Well, last week, um, even though a lot of people I was talking to were thinking that there would be no rate increases, uh, they went ahead and did a quarter of a point anyway. Let's turn to HillaryKramer.com's own Steve Madonna, 
who is uh, following this, uh, and you can uh, receive a lot of his uh, research and insights at HillaryKramer.com. Uh, Hillary is spelled with one L and a K, HillaryKramer.com. Uh, and, Steve, uh, good to talk to you again on this Monday. Uh, were you surprised that he raised the interest rates, uh, even even a quarter of a point? No, not really, uh, Kevin. I think it was well telegraphed that he was. Uh, you know, there are people who think it's crazy, that the economy is definitely slowing. But, you know, that's not fully in evidence by some of the data. You know, you had General Motors come out saying last week the economy uh, looks good to them. They're, they're, they gave very aggressive uh, and positive earnings guidance. So, I mean, yeah, he definitely has credibility on the line. So he... So he um, he raised rates. He wants to prove he's an inflation fighter. Now, now what did happen? The market took a lot of heart and perhaps too much heart was him saying that um, you know this market rally is not going to uh, discourage him from stop raising rates, and that's what the market really liked. And you know, it it, it took off uh, Wednesday and Thursday following that before you know right. pulling back on Friday on some of the bad earnings and the bad. Uh, employment report. Now, he talks again tomorrow at the Economic Club in, in Washington, D.C. You know, you see a little hasn't seen the market today, perhaps because of that, that maybe some of the good things they um, saw last week were perhaps uh, over-interpreted. But, yeah, so we're back on that, uh, back on the, uh, back on that game again tomorrow as everyone's going to wait to see what he says again. Well, and the markets uh, today, uh, they're kind of a mixed performance. Uh, nobody's really having a great day, but uh, we've we've certainly seen worse in recent uh, no. uh, weeks and years. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is interesting to, interesting to note that despite the um, you know, you know the, the bad news in the earnings on Thursday night, the mega cap tech stocks and the employment report, we're still substantially higher than we were at the start of last week. So the the market is hanging in. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about um, what the president needs to do to kind of help the economy stay solid with his State of the Union. What uh, what does he need to uh, communicate? How does he need to say it? Uh, what what are you looking for? Because of the split government, I don't know if there's much he, he can do. Obviously, no one's going to go much for stimulus as of uh, right now. I guess certain segments will like his, his push for infrastructure. Anything he might say as far as the budget, and, you know, there is a budget fight right now, to realize that, hey, at some point we're going to have to address the uh, deficits, that on the margin also could be positive for the, uh, for, for the market. If he does that, I think the market will be okay. If he comes in, tries to be very confrontational, you, you know, takes some um, edgy social issues and tries to make a uh, big deal of it and says he's not going to compromise it on the budget, then, you know, it, it, it could be at the margin a little bad for the market. Well, and you'd think that he probably wouldn't do that, but then there's a lot of times when I've thought that this guy probably wouldn't do certain things and he ended up doing them anyway. So who knows? Yeah, that, that's, that's why we have to watch and see. True. Uh, let's talk about uh, today. Um, in the uh, environment that we're in, what are a couple of picks that uh, you and Hillary and the gang are, are liking on this Monday? The one thing, the strong employment report was was good uh, for financials. So you got to be careful to um, you know, look for the potential of the economy going the, the other way. But the uh, big banks uh, still look uh, good here, the uh, J.P. Morgans and the U.S. Uh, Bank Corps. And another segment I'm, I'm looking at today a little bit, it's because it's, it's come down so much, is, is, is energy. It's almost given up. The, the XLE, the energy ETF, it's almost given up all of its uh, gains uh for the for the year and uh it looks like the price of oil is stabling somewhat you know companies like exxon and chevron um did not react well to their to their earnings uh but again if the economy is not going to recession we're gonna have you know relatively stable demand um probably those are things that uh that that, that are look good here some of those uh uh stocks that slip on earnings like the exxons and the uh Chevron's they could have some and, up and you like and you like the individual uh, energy companies more than say one of the popular energy funds. Uh, you, you know, Kevin, it's not going to make. I, I think if you can combine Chevron, uh, Chevron, Exxon Mobil, they, they, they're going to. It's going to make up around twenty five percent of the e, 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 ETF. So it's hard to say that the difference is really going to be that uh, 
is, is really going to be that great. The, ex, uh, the larger companies, they're a little more conservative, a little more safer. You, you know, you, if you go to the smaller ones, you get a, you get a more if you go if you go into the ETF, you also get exposure to uh, some of the more speculative companies like uh, Oxy, Occidental Petroleum or Devon Devon Energy. I mean, they're solid companies, but still going to be a little bit more volatile than those uh, big super 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 majors. So I would depend upon what your uh, listeners' risk tolerance is. If you, if yeah. you just want to play it safe, you can just go with the Exxons or Chevrons. But it, if you don't want if you want a little more potential upside, you can go with the uh, XLE, which will. Largely feature uh, Ex- Exxon and Chevron, but we'll also have uh, a little bit more aggressive names in them as well. Well, one of those smaller companies that Hillary really liked about a year ago was Vista Oil, and um, that I, I, I bought a little bit when she advised us to, and I've seen that nearly double um, in terms of its value. It is off a little bit today, uh, but uh, you know, you guys at HillaryKramer.com, you really keep your eye on the uh, on the ball, and you, you're watching the right things at the right time. What do you like outside of energy and uh, banking? Is there is there anything in tech that you like? I know Hillary's been really hot on Mobileye the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, it is off a little bit today, uh, but not terribly. Um, I think that's autonomous driving. What's your what's your feeling there? Uh, well, I, I guess I, you know, I'll, de- I'll defer to what she says on that. But obviously, autonomous driving has a lot of um, uh, growth growth ahead of it. You're still talking about a stock that's uh, you know, well off where it was at the start, start of the bear market, but it's responding well. Yeah. So if coming on from a technical standpoint and the fundamentals, it looks it looks good. But I, I think if you're going to buy it, you have to be prepared for some uh, volatility as uh, volatility as well. Yeah. You know, well, that makes a very nice run. Yeah. yeah um, all right. A nice run now. He's Steve Madonna, and he is uh, one of the key researchers for Hillary Kramer. Uh, read all about the stuff that he's working on at, at HillaryKramer.com, especially if you're in the two-day or the uh, triple-digit uh, trader programs. Uh, Steve does a lot of the stuff in those areas. Steve, a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me, Kevin. You got it. All right, Kevin McCullough, my final thought for this very busy Monday when we return. Get ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular nine-day Mediterranean cruise with Alistair Begg this August. Renew your vision, purpose, and connection with Christ as Alistair powerfully unpacks God's Word during this spectacular adventure. All along our journey, opening God's Word so that we might become more like Jesus. Register today. Call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. Or visit deeperfaithcruise.com. Numbers mean much to me because of prostate cancer. I'm Johnny Braggs, the number two. For my stepfather who died of prostate cancer and my uncle who suffered so much after prostate cancer surgery. The number 15, 15 years since Dr. Lederman's successful treatment of my prostate cancer. The number zero, which is my PSA, zero, after Dr. Lederman's successful prostate cancer treatment. What every man wants. The numbers one, two, three, four, important for every man with prostate cancer. One, getting the most successful treatment. Two, avoiding radical robotic surgery. Three, keeping sexual function. Four, maintaining urinary control. Call my Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices, to consider his prostate cancer treatment for you. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices for prostate cancer treatment. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices. I'm glad I did. You'll be number one with Dr. Lederman. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg welcomes back New York City Council member from the 6th District, Gail A. Brewer, to talk about today's council compared to the council she served on 20 years ago. It's Reaching Out, Saturday afternoon at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough glad you're with us um 
I did something last night that I haven't done in several years, and I did it for very good reasons. Um, our friends, uh, Phil Wickham, the uh, worship uh, leader, songwriter, uh, he's had dozens of worship songs that have been adopted by churches in the last uh, decade. Uh, he was up for his first two Grammy nods last night. He did not win. Uh, and he was competing against himself in the same category. He had co-written a song with Chris Tomlin that was up against a song that he had written by himself, and uh, neither one of them ended up winning. Kirk Franklin and Maverick City took all of the Christian music uh, category stuff, just about, with the exception of the Tennessee State University marching band. Uh, the Tennessee, Tennessee State University marching band uh, had done an album called The Urban Hymnal, and a kind of cool uh, idea uh, to have, you know, a, a marching band playing actual hymns that were uh, that were recognizable. For instance, uh, can you can you name this tune? That is, of course, the classic Jesus Loves Me uh, and uh, Tennessee State University winning the Roots category for their interpretation of these hymns in the Urban Hymnal. Very, very cool idea for an album. But they were up against uh, Keith and Kristen Getty. They were up against the Gaither Vocal Band. They were up against Willie Nelson in the Roots category. And the marching band took it home, which was kind of of cool. Uh, Phil Wickham, two nods, didn't get uh, a a, a Grammy last night. and I, it was interesting because I, I know a lot of musicians. Uh, I still run in, in music circles. And I was discussing with um, Dick and Mel Tunney via text this morning, their their past history at the Grammys. And they were explaining to me some of what it was like behind the scenes. Uh, Keith Getty's been texting me over the last couple of days saying, hey, this is kind of cool. This is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. They really had a chance, by the way, to um, highlight him writing, which is what they, they want to do uh, mostly. But I was just thinking, uh, Mel Tunney, who was with First Call, and they were the backup group for uh, Sandy Patty back in the day, she said, yeah, we, we won a Grammy, but we performed on the Grammys with Sandy for the song called Let There Be Praise, which is well-known in Christian circles. And I, I responded back to her, I said, you know, it's really cool that they actually did allow the Christian performers to actually get a song on the broadcast uh, in those days. Because last night, it just showed you how far we've come. They did the 50 Years of Hip Hop. That was actually pretty cool. Um, I don't know if all the songs were completely safe for the whole family, but uh, just seeing hip hop having been 50 years in the making. But the kind of the highlight performance of the night, according to the broadcast, was um, Sam Smith and another non-binary trans peep that basically did a song that was dedicated to devil worship. And I thought, wow. Not only have we nixed out the voice of God in the uh, performance, but now we're highlighting devil-worshipping non-binary trans peeps. Pretty good commentary on the day from where we sit. I'm Kevin McCullough.